right, what's up, everyone? Uh, welcome to the Heartful Truth Podcast. Uh, it's 7 Octobers, and my co-host, Melly, and we are in Season 2, Episode 5? Yes. Um, and today we have a, a really dope guest. Um, he is a podcast host, um, the Parker Edison Project with KPBS. Um, he also does music, uh, has a, a group. He also does solo stuff, and he's just a creative overall um parker edison um and today's topic before we get him on here is going to be uh kind of a taboo topic that not a lot of people like to talk about which is uh death and today is actually um when we're filming this because we pre-record these episodes is dia de los muertos november 2nd uh so for those who may know it's a tradition mexican tradition but it's actually i think other cultures too um other uh, Latino cultures celebrate this. Uh, it's a two-day thing, and sometimes it's actually a little bit longer. It starts earlier, like in late October. Um, and we kind of just use this time to kind of celebrate our loved ones uh, that have passed on. And we just kind of do celebrate some people their do. life. Yeah. yeah. And we do like altares, uh, which is like kind of just their photographs and anything that they used to like, like as far as like um, foods or, or anything like that. So it's kind of ironic that we're filming this on this day <laughs> but uh without further ado let's bring on parker hey parker what up though hey thank you thank for joining you. us today um i know it's like i said uh, uh, one of those difficult yeah. topics so let us know if it's one of those questions where you're like oh I'll just pass um we could do that yeah. and then me and belly can maybe give <laughs> <Yeah>. our answer we're kind of an open book when it comes to that but um i'll pass it on to my co-host Melly to get it started all right. To start the conversation, the first question would be: um, Were your parents or anyone close to you um, growing up exposed to you about death or um, something that was unrelated to death? Um, also, am I am I looking over there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it was an open topic. My parents didn't shy away from anything, um, and I went to funerals. Like I was, I attended funerals at a super early age, like five, six, eight, like it was one of those things. So, um, but it wasn't something that we sat and talked about at length, but if I ever had any questions, yeah. And when was that as far as like, yeah, did you mention you went to like, um, you know, some funerals and stuff like that for you, when was the first time that you remember like dealing with like death and like, or like a passing of a loved one or, or something like that, that you recall? Um, I have an older brother, shout out King Ron. Um, and he's seven years older than me. And I remember maybe being like third or fourth grade and my uncle passed away and me and my brother got the phone call and my mom came home. She was on her way home, uh, from work. And, uh, I remember telling my brother and being like, Let's just wait. Let's wait till she gets home and gets like comfortable. Um, and he told me, I, I still remember this. He was like, there's there's no good time for bad news. And I was like, oh, and I still remember that. Cause it, so he just told her as soon as she got home. And that's that's like the first memory I, I really recall from that. Yeah, sorry. It's good. I think my mic is on. Oh, okay. Um, and how do you think like um how do you treasure like a memory of a love loved one that you have um that has passed away like in your perspective because everyone does it differently um 
I still try and revere cats that that pass. I got I got I got a a, a little an, an unfortunate list of cats that passed, and I still um I still go like on New Year's. I'll go to the store and get two bottles of champagne and just go sit out on the steps and and just pour it out, you know, like. So I still pour out liquor. I still all of that, all of that. Yeah, yeah. And in your opinion, why do you think um, like t- uh, like the topic of death is like so taboo to talk about um, something that we're all going to face at one point, obviously. But what do, you, what do you think that makes it like so taboo to talk about for you? I think it has a lot of layers to it. I think it, it definitely um, it begins the, the conversation of the unknown. And, and so it ties into uh, what we believe in, in sorts of, of God or a higher power. So that's one thing that makes it a taboo. Um, I also think there's the the fear, you know, of, of maybe and not even um, of it as much as how it might occur. Like that transition can be terribly frightening. And uh, um, and also I think, you know, if you, if you, you never know when you're in mixed company, you know, if you, if you have somebody, maybe they just had somebody pass away. So I think that makes it kind of a, 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 a taboo subject as well. Like you never know where people are at in the room in That's dealing true. with that. Yeah. Yeah, all those things combined. And what do you think, like, in your perspective, what do you think happens after death? Do you have, like, a, like an idea? I know that some people, like, we've talked about it with other people on the platform, like, um, that think that, like, like I think Kelsey Ray, we had him on the last episode, and he thinks that there's reincarnation, like, there's not just this life, there's more than this life. Mm-hmm. Do you kind of agree with that, or you have a little different perspective on, on that? Uh, I'm very at peace of my unsurety of, yeah. of life. So I, I know that I do not have any definite answers. I will say that I'm afraid of ghosts. Okay. Yeah. And so, but I, yeah. sh- I shouldn't be, none of us should be afraid of ghosts yeah. because if anything, that means there's proof of what's happening after, uh, in the afterlife. So, and if you don't mind me asking, is there like an experience that maybe you had that like caused you to have fear for like, Cause you know how like maybe like an experience that like you like a had. supernatural yeah. or anything or is it just um I I'm I'm really um I'm really sensitive to um to the intangible and to to okay. um energies and when I'm when I'm in the space of of um cemeteries I feel oh, okay. differently the the energy feels differently so there there's something that's that has nothing to do with my conscious mind or yeah. even the, the stuff that I can word that makes me, you know, that makes me feel that way. So I think I'm just kind of tapped in. So I don't, I don't. Yeah, like more sensitive to those things. Yeah, right? yeah. So that's, I don't, I, don't, I don't know if I have those, like an experience. I think I've just always, whenever I've been in the, in the proximity of those types of things, I feel, and I feel just like I feel life. Yeah. You know, that's interesting. It is. Do you, is it somebody else that in your family like um, has that you think or like I got passed down or is it just something you've always had like since you were a kid or just you just kind of started tuning into the, that kind of frequency? Uh, I definitely tuned in, but my entire family is very much tuned into that. And my my 
mother has had um, nine siblings and they they grew up as children um, living next to cemeteries and my grandfather dug graves and so the stories that they had they you know my my mother would tell me stories of of, uh, supernatural events that would happen when she was a kid that happened to her or to her siblings that she was there for so um, you know from a young age I definitely believed in that and always still still I still see it in, in ways yeah. yeah I can kind of relate to you not probably the same but it's like I have dreams sometimes like it's and it's weird because it's like um, they feel so real sometimes but it's not and not like and sometimes like the energy how you said like you feel it like I've had like when my grandma passed away my great-grandma actually passed away like I had a dream of her before she actually passed away mm. so that was the initially i was only like eight years old so like i didn't really grasp it until like now that i was older mm-hmm. like it kind of hit me hard because then i remember like they called and i had just had that dream that she had passed so i remember t- like my dad was super close to her so it was just like whoa mm-hmm. like it like affected in so many different ways and then um just like how you said like the energy sometimes like you might it's hard to explain it mm-hmm. like it's not you can't even explain it in a way you try to explain yeah. to others and it's just like, uh, yeah, I don't know how. <laughs> you know, the, the, the flaws that we we have a, a an idea of linear thought or, or time being linear, like yeah. Yeah. A side to B side, but nothing in the universe that we've ever witnessed is linear. The rotation of the earth goes circular. The earth itself is circular. Karma moves yeah. circular. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even, even water spins circular, like nothing moves linear so the idea that time would be linear is bizarre but if it was more circular then we would be able to say oh i'm sitting parallel to something else which would make deja vu make sense or seeing blips of the future all of that so that's pretty cool yeah it actually reminded me like i know it's kind of a little bit uh, off topic but i was just watching this show i haven't even finished it it's on prime it's called um the devil's hour i think Mm. and it's pretty much it kind of tunes into like also like the future like what you just said about like parallel and being able to see glimpses of the future because Mm -hmm. this guy i think he's like i don't know if he's the one that's committing these murders but like Mm -hmm. he talks about like he's able to see what's gonna happen or Mm -hmm. whatever so he's trying to like predict it from like happening or something i was like oh my god that's kind of (laughs) weird but but it's kind of weird how like we don't think about that stuff because it is true sometimes you like see things or feel like you've been here and then it's like and then it happens or whatever like i've had dreams where like i've dreamt something and then i go to this place i'm like oh wait i dreamt this place but it hadn't happened yet yeah yeah absolutely absolutely yeah um and then uh obviously the topic is death so like i know like you said you don't you don't really necessarily like talking about it because um sometimes if you talk about it you kind of bring it into existence right (laughs) um for you are you afraid of death would you say and if so why or, or why not Mm. I'm aware of it and um I'm cautious. I'm I'm cautious of anything that's powerful. Um happiness, sadness, um birth, the same way that we 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 don't recklessly just toss a baby up and down even though we, you know, we probably could. Um we're cautious with things that are, that are, that are powerful and precious. And so, um, 
I don't know if what I have is, is described as fear. It's more just being very, very cautious and being um, just trying to trying to give it all the, the respect that it deserves. So I don't, I don't fuck around and be like, yo, I hope you die. Or I don't when I write music, I don't ever inflict that or put that into myself. I think, um, you know, just I'm just very, very careful with it, very cautious. Like the energy is is very strong. Like when you say something, like I said, when you think something sometimes and then it happens, like sometimes you're like just thinking. I think that happened to us one time. We were like a whole, oh, like yeah. it was like a kept, yeah, kept happening. Like it kept happening. We're like, mm-hmm. so we just thought of that and it just literally happened, mm-hmm. which is crazy. That's why it, it is true. Like energy is very powerful. So you have to be careful what, what you say or do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Especially like right now, like it's kind of on topic, uh, like the, the passing of like uh takeoff from Migos, right? Like mm-hmm. rest in peace. And he's not, he's, it's been like back to back and especially like in hip hop, which is sad because like, I think that's like the only genre that like rap, you know, that, um, that we see this happening, right. Where they're just being killed off. Mm-hmm. But then again, what do they speak about in their music? Some, some of them or most of the ones that have passed actually have. And I think they, that somebody was talking about it and I'm like, that's interesting. Cause I didn't think about it. And then some rapper was like, that's why I don't talk. Like you said, mm-hmm. I don't talk about it in my music because a lot of what you put in is energy out there mm-hmm. and you're kind of manifesting that energy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I didn't think about it that way, but I was like, it is true. So now that we think about it. Yeah. Very spooky. Yeah. <laughs> and have you ever um, experienced like a near life, death experience or someone like close to you um i was i was um i was both reckless and oblivious when i was a lot younger and and it's made me um a lot smarter now but i you know i've i've had i've had some instances i remember going into um i grew up in in paradise hills and uh um, Meadow, like Meadowbrook Apartments. I always talk about that. Grew up in Meadowbrook Apartments and like a, a, maybe two, three blocks away, there's a little liquor store and there's Palo, which is a, a market. And I would go to, to Palo for my mom and then I'd go over to the market to go get like a little chocodile or some candy or something like that. And I had my, my young homeboy, Walter, with me. Shout out uh, Walter Bateman, Big Bait Music. Um, uh, and we went into this store, this little bitty liquor store and a guy came in and he was acting real antsy. This, this might've been when I was like junior high. So it's like a real fragmented memory. But, um, I walked into the store and a guy walked past me to the back of the store. And then he started shooting out of the store. And then a guy was outside shooting into the store. And me and my homeboy were basically caught in this, in this space where this was happening. I don't even want to say like a, like a crossfire, but it was like, it was real intense. and, And we got out and, uh, I had, you know, I've had, a, I've had a couple of, of stuff like that. I, um, I want to say I might've been at Kane's the night that it caught fire, um, oh, wow. out in, out in OB. I want to, I've been to several clubs, you know what I mean? Where, yeah. where cats started clapping and we had to, you know, get out of there or, um, you know, I, I remember I got nicked by a car. Like it, I jumped and it, it probably would have been worse, but it like, um, so I've, I've had, you know, reckless and oblivious at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So I've had some weird, weird moments. But it does like it. It change. I think is like when that happens, it does like I don't know something kind of causes you to like I guess appreciate life more. I don't know if that's the way you feel. 
because I remember one one time that I will never forget was I wasn't literally in like the car um, driving on the freeway and this car started spinning in front of me. Mm-hmm. So like time, you know how it slows down when mm-hmm. that situation happens. So mm-hmm. like it literally froze in time, and I was like, that car is gonna come towards me. But I swear, like I felt like something grabbed the car mm-hmm. and moved it. Mm-hmm. Like, literally gone or dead there's 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 the phrase coincidence people say coincidence yeah. and that means co is two so two incidents but in order for for one incident to happen a, a hundred other things had to, to play in mm-hmm. in just the right order so one coincidence is really 300 400 incidents that had to line up perfectly mm. i'm like there's there's a science at work there yeah, yeah. like to, to just be like oh this just happened frequent you know, or just, you know, freakishly, it's just, it's, that's just being, yeah. you know, frivolous with, with what's really happening. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, we've had a couple, huh, where we, like, almost got hit, like, literally, like, that's and something, yeah. like, stops it from happening. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, well, I'm here for a reason. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's real. Um, and my next question, ironically, you're wearing, like, a Biggie sweater. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> obviously, Biggie, Tupac, some to name a few rappers Mm -hmm. they kind of predicted like their early passing do you feel like we as human beings can predict like when we're gonna pass because i I don't know like sometimes i do believe that just because the two people that passed away that i knew like one of them was like melly's friend like Mm -hmm. he started like saying like he was super young how old was he like he had just turned 19 19 right Yeah. yeah um he like kind of started making peace with people slowly. Like yeah. it's like I don't know if you, he felt it, you know, or whatever. And I was like, it's kind of weird because I'm like, how? how and then uh, there was somebody else. I forgot what it was, but it felt like people were making peace before mm-hmm. they like passed on. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I can't. I can't speak to to anybody's experiences. There's so many. There's so many people. And, and when you, you know, when you multiply that by the amount of years that we've had people like any, any thought that you can ever conceive has happened somewhere in time. So it's very possible that, that, I mean, mathematically it's definite that there are people out there who've been able to, to forecast. And then, um, again, there's, there's speaking things into happening and then there's just plain old observation to be like, if you're a, if you're a, um, if you're a daredevil, like evil Knievel, then it it's not uh i don't know if it's like psychic that lets you know that you're going to break a rib you know like yeah. certain certain habits will will yield certain things for you so it's hard to say and um what would you say like do you have like maybe like five things or something that on your bucket list that you would want to do before like your time came oh <laughs> <laughs> uh none of your damn business yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll skip that one yeah, yeah. what are some of yours Millie? some of mine okay we'll, we'll switch it up on mine um i would want to do skydiving Ooh. like it's just something that i've always like it's always been on my mind i'm 
low-key scared for it mm-hmm. but it's something that i would want to i don't know just that's like a good one. I, I wouldn't do that are you scared of heights millie i'm not Ooh. but it's just i feel like i don't know just it they say it's a different experience even if you're afraid of heights it's a whole different experience mm-hmm. but i don't know i don't know i try to think really like i guess just the fact that maybe the unknown i think is what scares me more like Ooh. not really n- knowing how i'm gonna my b- body's gonna react to it mm-hmm. like the elevation everything mm-hmm. but it's something that's like one on my bucket list that i would say yeah i don't i don't know what to do that but uh <laughs> 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 yeah for me i would i would keep it simple I would like i really want to go to like egypt that's like one of my go to before i die for sure Ooh. <laughs> yeah I just saw like Russ like perform there. I was like, that was like beautiful. Like I oh, saw like yeah, he performed outside of like the pyramids and shit. I was like, he was the first artist to do that supposedly. Oh. <laughs> then yeah. If, if you say that, then I'll say, uh, <laughs> uh, and this this I'm being real. Like I want to I want to do like I want to be like eighty five ninety. That's something <laughs> I want to do on my bucket list. And then I want to yeah. see I want to see what I know. Like when you're when you're twenty, you think you know a lot and then you hit like I'm 45 now and I'm like oh I don't know anything and so <laughs> when you're like 80 90 then you you gotta I imagine you have some surety so I'd yeah love to see what that, that is a good is. one yeah because my grandpa he's 102 Ooh, he's yeah. gonna be 102 or yeah sorry Fair he's enough. gonna be 102 he's 101 yeah Ooh. but yeah, yeah like he his like he, he actually had no like whatsoever like as far as like health problems mm-hmm. yeah we can just say the secret just, from what yeah. we see is like he never worried for shit like yeah. literally like he just <laughs> let things worrying. slide like i like admire that because i'm like yeah i can't do that <laughs> but he always would say just like why worry about it like um it's just gonna be there tomorrow so it's just like <laughs> i'm like so i'm like i can see why he lasted longer yeah. and he says his indigenous blood too yeah from where he's from <laughs> right yeah. right i like that <laughs> um let me see what's the other one here um and for you is there anything in mind as far as like because then a lot of people say like oh i want to die you know in my sleep or or whatever it may be like for you does it even matter the way you go or is it like you know is it like something you don't really like think about like i know for me like i would want to make sure like obviously everybody wants the perfect death right like (laughs) where like i don't want to suffer i just like go to sleep and i never wake up (laughs) Mm -hmm, (laughs) like mm -hmm. that's for me i'm gonna be my ideal but like what are your thoughts on that or have you ever thought about it um i i i don't think about it often but i i'll I'll say this i i'm always like i think about when when we're born Mm -hmm. um we have no recollection of that like coming in, we mm-hmm. have very little recollection and it might be, you know, who knows how long the process can be. And I also think it's interesting that that nine months that you exist mm. before you're born. Oh yeah. I didn't think about yeah. that. I, I mean, you know, there, there's this, this middle ground where you're like, are you alive? You're not alive. That's true. So I'm curious. Like I'm, I'm not curious. I don't, I don't think <laughs> about it that much um, because I'm always like, if, if it's anything like birth, then, you know, doesn't it, really matter or like you won't true. remember. I, I won't. And it's, it's a transition. And yeah, so I'm more interested to be like, what's on the other side of the transition. That's true. What about That's for you, true. Min? What do you think? Me? Like my ideal? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Obviously like 
as long as being with your significant other like no book I don't know I just feel like as long as set my my peace so whatever it is even if i hope i don't suffer i mean no <laughs> one really wants to suffer you know but i hope not i hope and i hope it's not like a slow death either like uh like oh, yeah like mm-hmm. i don't know like a um, terminal illness where it's like Slowly. prolongs or something you know mm-hmm. like if not just like hopefully someone can like give me something so they'll go faster <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. but that's just my opinion on it do you do either of you have a will yet no, I don't have a well, will. Not your will. You have but your I've done like my funeral. Remember, we were talking about my funeral arrangements. I don't. Have I just and then that, we'll get into that in a second. Okay. okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't, I don't have a will. Do you? I don't. I feel like that's when you're an adult. Are we not adults yet? I'm just kidding. It is. I, uh, I'm not. I don't have one. I'm like, uh, yeah. Not I know. We're just talking about that. Parents have well, one, yeah. We right? actually just passed oh, by okay. today. Actually, we were like, we're going to go get something to eat, and we yeah. saw this place where they do trust. Because we keep telling stuff. them, like, it's just important. I think for like, you know, it gets messy, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. with all that stuff and like siblings, and you just don't want. You're already like grieving during that time. It's like you. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, um, what would you say something that, like, you feel like you've accomplished, you're most proud of? Mm-hmm. Uh, what am I proud of? Um, I don't know if I, I don't know if I have anything. And that's, that's like almost a weird answer. I don't know if I have anything like that I'm proud of. I think I'm just like, I feel lucky. I just feel lucky for like any, any, for good stuff that, that happens for bad stuff that I learned from. I'm just like, it's all just, you know, it's like a blessing. So I'm just like, I don't know if I feel proud as much as being just like, oh, wow. So, so fucking lucky for that. That's what it is. You know, every, every morning I try and be like, yo, thanks god i really yeah. appreciate that yeah. when i go to bed i still say prayers and be like dear god thanks a lot for this this is <laughs> even even when i eat food i'm like jesus yeah. this tastes amazing or like <laughs> i'm just super super feel very lucky feel very lucky more than proud about stuff that's cool um and what about is there anything that you um regret so far that you've done <laughs> or do you feel like are you one of those people where like everything you've done He's like, gonna say none of your business. No, no regrets. <laughs> I know, right? Jelly knows me. knows me. Um. Uh. Yeah. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta. Um. You don't have to go into detail, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I won't. But I, I definitely have a, a a list of horrible things that I've done, and I'm um um I'm meeting with people and like. That's that's one of those things about where I was like, yo, I want to be like 85 and 90 and look back on things because yeah. now yeah. like 45, I'm having cats that that um, that are getting at me and being like, yo, and we're discussing these things that may have hurt both of us. And it's like, um, it's a really interesting thing. It's it's that's that's something. Um, yeah, that's something that's that's just happening. And so regrets a big part of that. So, yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool, though, that you guys like yeah. adult enough, you know, to like <laughs> talk about it. 
Yeah. Because a lot of people, that's one thing. I think that's what's uh, sometimes like breaks like relationships either with either if it's like a significant other or like a friend mm-hmm. um i feel like communication because if sometimes like you don't even know that it hurt that person's feelings communication and understanding yeah too because sometimes you communicate something and if they don't understand it at your level they might you know i don't yeah. know i feel like no no and for me i was i was just a fucking nutbag like i was just <laughs> up, like up until i hit like and i mean i'm still like just coming into to like sanity but i'm like probably till i was like 33 34 like i was a real fucking handful even for my my close friends like i've i've pulled friends aside and be like yo i'm so sorry be i I was hyperactive i was paranoid i was drunk i was all these all these things that that you know family and friends exes all had to put up with so i'm like but yeah. at least you acknowledged it because there's some people mm-hmm. that will go on with life and never acknowledge it. Yeah, like always the, play like the victim. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Touche. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were just talking yeah. about that before we left because yeah. we're talking about like how it's sad how that victim mentality is because if you think about it, you're blaming others for what happens in your life. So you're pretty much saying your that these people, yeah, that mm. these people control your life versus right. you can the other way around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's crazy. It's, <laughs> it's nutty. <laughs> that shit is nutty. Yeah. And oh well now we're gonna talk about the what well, we were just talking about oh, yeah. the funeral <laughs> arrangements. Uh, what are your thoughts on preparing for, for like your death for your death? <laughs> <laughs> mm. Is it still something tough? It it yeah, it's super tough, but I mean that's like I feel like that's one of the peaks of, of adulthood. Like yeah. when, you, when you get to that place you are truly not a child. That and when you can like when you can maybe figure out why your parents weren't perfect or when oh, you can accept yeah, that's it true. and just be like, Oh, that's the same way that you would evaluate the homie. So I'm like, um, if, when you can come to, to that place and you start doing wills and, and now I'm like financially, you're supposed to do like a trust and like oh, yeah. come and come into that knowledge and not feeling, um, not looking at it so selfishly and being like, no, this is for the people that are around me yeah um, that's true you know the same as when you you know you go to the doctor you don't you do it for yourself but you yes. also do it for the people around you so that they're, they're not dealing with you know you getting sick on them and um so I, I haven't i haven't gotten quite to that place where i started making arrangements yet yeah. um fingers crossed i got like you know another another yeah 30 40 years <laughs> and I'll, I'll i'll get into that somewhere along the way yeah yeah because i was talking about uh, we were talking about it actually where um i told you that i had already got mine Mm -hmm. because i think a lot of it especially like i think in the black and brown communities that's one of the things because one of one is we don't talk about death right Mm -hmm. it's already one thing Mm -hmm. and then two we don't plan for it which like uh, the lady that kind of sold us the thing she made sense she was like it's crazy it's sad because i see these families come in like when the person's already dead And like kind of scrapping up like the money first is the money. Right. And then two is like figuring out what they even wanted. Mm -hmm. You're kind of guessing like, oh, did they want to be buried? Did they want to be cremated? What do they want to do? And it's kind of sad because the family's kind of like, you know, beef over it. Mm-hmm. and you don't really realize like the importance of planning ahead because like you said it's kind of a burden mm-hmm. now on the family because one you didn't plan and then you didn't have enough money so that's what for me i was like i want to just take care of it because that way when i pass like you're already grieving the death of the lo- your loved one mm-hmm. and then on top of that having to you know like deal with like getting the money together and then figuring out what they what their wishes would have been so for me like that's i want to make sure i like get that out of the way and my parents did it too which was cool because like 
a lot of like people in the latino community they're like we don't even they, she said that she saw a lot of like latinos like come in and like nobody knew what they wanted to do i think so, it, it finally hit them i think when um our grandma passed away too. yeah like seeing that like so close mm -hmm. to us i think and that it was like obviously we were grieving but the fact that she already had hers planned she had prepared to yeah. it allowed mm -hmm. us to grieve more like i guess peacefully, <laughs> peacefully kind of. in mm -hmm. a sense yeah. like mm -hmm. deal with the emotions instead of dealing with the financial part and all that stuff and that we she knew what she wanted to do with her yeah. remains mm -hmm. wow. which was mm -hmm. good yeah because yeah. i was like i wouldn't want to like be guessing because it's kind of like it's like a for me it would be like a ritual thing like what do they want yeah. and i don't mm -hmm. want to like guess like oh you wanted to be cremated or you know or buried it was funny because my dad at first he wanted to be buried because you know it's kind of like that's kind of old traditional yeah. mm -hmm. mexican way mm -hmm. <laughs> and then they mm -hmm. told him the cause and he's like never mind i just get cremated that was hilarious so <laughs> the lady was like okay never mind <laughs> yo <laughs> that's you're you're spot just, on yeah <laughs> that's hey when you when you're like that's something that's it's such a taboo to even talk about mm -hmm. um and especially in the black and brown community like that's that's the real knowledge and it's kind of dope that you're you're bringing the subject up in this space um yeah yeah that's that's very uh yeah because i feel yeah, like i wish someone would have talked mm -hmm. to me about it like not i don't know like i feel like just because i did when i had to go through it i didn't really uh, understand how to process it yeah like it was too mm -hmm. much at once and the like even i mean when i was young it was the first person was like our great grandma but then mm -hmm when my friend passed away was like someone really close to me, like a, like a guy best friend that he was like, since we were in middle school. Mm -hmm. So like I didn't, it was too much at once. And I was like, what is this? Like kind of, and then my family, kind of, well, my parents kind of didn't really, I think understand it themselves. I feel like, yeah. so mm -hmm. they were kind of on me as well, like kind of get over it. And like, kind of just like, he's like passed away and stuff. Like they kind of did understand to a certain extent, Mm -hmm. But I feel like it They're was trying to rush, yeah, the pro rush the, like process. the process of grief. But I think they didn't understand it themselves. So I don't blame them mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think it, like I was telling me like the whole the birds and the bees, you know, like talking about like sex with your kids is like a one thing, but like mm -hmm. nobody really talks about that, which is true. Like I feel like we should and incorporate it. Happens every day, or like we're yeah, all gonna because go you're gonna it. lose friends. Some people die like young, like her, like her friend. I had a friend too. Like I was in, I think, high school, and he died of cancer. Like mm -hmm. he was only seventeen, or mm -hmm. yeah, or about to turn eighteen. Mm -hmm. Um, that would be like a good, you know. So it's cool that we're talking about it like openly, and whoever's listening, or maybe he's going through like the process of grieving. Because I know, like for me, the friend that I lost, I was close to him, but not as close. Like I think the one that hit me the most was like my grandma, because I remember like seeing people like friends that had lost loved ones like uncles or parents mm -hmm. yeah. and i didn't quite understand it i was like what's the big deal because it, it doesn't like until it happens to you mm -hmm. is when it like you're oh, like oh you, right now that you just said yeah. that reminded me of i don't know if you've seen um what's the wife name of nipsey hustle's wife um, lauren london yeah. there you go she had an interview recently and she's like mm -hmm. you it doesn't hit you until you're the in the front row of yeah. the funeral mm -hmm. which is true because it like yeah. once you can see everyone kind of going through it but you won't understand until you're the one that goes that's through it that's true that i mean there's there's so many layers at it yeah. and it, it needs to be discussed and it, at the same time it needs to be um the the topic of trauma and and mm -hmm. that that goes around that that you know from a young age we do grow up hearing and seeing people just like you're mentioning like these rap icon these people that we yeah. look look up to as scholars that are sharing parts of their life and you know they're they're passing away and even in your neighborhood you watch the news and 
it's happening from you know fentanyl or covid or That's all true. these different reasons that it's that it's happening but in particular in the black and brown community sometimes it's the the idea of the conspiracy you know what i mean like oh is is is, did the government take out the, you know, for me, it'd be like, oh, the Black Panthers or MLK or Meg Grevers or yeah. Malcolm X or, you know, mm-hmm. you watch these these people and it's just popping off. It, it gets yeah. to be this place where you don't know if there is a conspiracy or if you are in danger and that alone causes okay. a phobia. And then when people do pass away and they are your family members, when you, you hoped and you prayed every day, you know what I mean, that you just just to get old which is the one thing that everyone is entitled to it doesn't happen we're not even talking about like the the trauma of like social and and like the the killings that we we've seen like in the last like five years Mm -hmm. and yeah the way that that's being pumped up in social media like you can just watch people um, be killed in real life like there's a there's a real trauma and then if we should we ever get through talking to trauma, then we can maybe start speaking to how how people need to grieve because that that's definitely a conversation that needs to be had. Is how 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 do people grieve? Like yeah. how do you how do you how how does it happen? How do you get through it and how do you function with it? Like yeah, and how do you support those that are grieving? Because yeah. like our parents like didn't know, but I think it's because they didn't know any better because nobody talked to them yes. about it too. Uh-huh. So at the same time, I don't really blame yeah. them either because I'm like they didn't have somebody to talk to them about it and yeah like you talking about even when you said about your bucket list like the making it to 85 to 90 like that's just deep even mm-hmm. like i know kanye's not like <laughs> the best right now with uh with everything that's going on but <laughs> that line like the from is one of my favorite songs where he's like i make it past 25 like you know it's like that's just like deep mm-hmm. you know like Barely. the fact that a lot of people don't make it and because you're kind of some people like do, black you do think you're like oh i'm gonna make but we you know we don't know i guess Mm-hmm. But I think you've always said like, I don't know what about that you, yeah that you yeah I know <laughs> I, I was like see, I, for some reason I feel like I'm gonna die young I don't yeah, know why she it's always just, says that and I'm like <laughs> but well, I was like who knows yeah yeah I just always had that like little like inkling <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I, f- I don't <laughs> know I feel like that that goes either way like because I know cats yeah. who uh what was it oh fuck it's the Lawless it's that movie Lawless with uh, Shia LaBeouf oh, yeah. and it's oh. the mm-hmm the Bondurant family and there's mm-hmm. there's the the oldest brother who keeps getting he, he gets shot he gets stabbed he <laughs> gets hypothermia and he always thinks he's gonna die but he he takes the longest so. he's the last one. maybe it's I me know, i'm gonna right? be the last, You're the one. last one in the family i'm the youngest one she's gonna be the one till like 100 <laughs> oh my god don't say that <laughs> right? I, like you, I wanna live long but not that long <laughs> yeah yeah so it might be a, might might be very lucky mm-hmm. that you cuz i always say i'm yeah. like i'm the youngest one in the family i'm like oh my gosh but who <laughs> knows we don't no no yeah right that's <laughs> the adventure cuz if yeah. you did know then you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't give a fuck about the days yeah. if you knew the day that you were gonna go you just wouldn't give a fuck about the days. So they, they mean a, a lot more with, with not knowing like that, you know, which is further proof of, of a, a bigger science at play. Yeah, I always think that's so weird, though. Isn't it weird how our minds are, though? Like how, like, if you get cancer tomorrow or something, somebody, not none of us, hopefully, like knock on wood or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, and they tell you, like, you have till this date to live, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're like, all of a sudden, you're like, I want to live my life. But I'm like, how come you have to wait till then to get some sort of diagnosis? Mm-hmm. to live your life when mm-hmm. it's like right now you know like you can right. do it right now you don't need to have some sort of terminal illness you know it's kind of crazy to me mm. yeah that's mm-hmm. why like we're trying to do this like the podcasting like doing what we love mm-hmm. while we're here giving people you know their flowers like yourself you know like we, we admire what you do um you know we're somebody you're somebody that we look up yeah. to so 
Oh my god, thank you. <laughs> That's so dope. Yeah. I appreciate that. Honestly. Yeah, um and then is it my turn or you're right? Uh, yeah. Um and then I actually talking about giving people their flowers and stuff like that. For you like how would you like to be remembered? Do you feel like you're at a place where you feel like you've kind of gotten to that place of like where you want to leave your legacy or you still feel like you're still working towards that? That's beyond me. It's above my pay grade. <laughs> so <laughs> since, since what we're talking about is something that that would occur, you know, with without my work, without yeah. my help, I don't, I don't even look to that. You know, just just be grateful, do the work, and yeah. However, it, it's looked at is just that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I think you have oh. the hard for truth one done. Oh, here you have another one. Um, if you could name a movie or a book after your life, uh, would you? What would you name it? One that already exists, or one that I? I one would you? you can yeah, make just up, make up yeah. your own. Kind of like was it Jesus and Mero where they said what would your <laughs> rainbow say or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> I need to I need to watch them. Uh, my homeboy Evolve, he swears by them, and I just haven't sat down to, to catch up on the seasons with them. Yeah, I think they just they just said they're like like ending it or something. They're like mm. separating. Mm. Um. Um. The Adventures of the Ignorantly Invincible Mr. Parker. <laughs> that's cool. Wow, that sounds cool. That's what I would call it. I would watch that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to get our tickets right now. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Yay. Um, and then the, the last one we, we started asking for this season is when you hear the the phrase, um, the heartful truth, what, do you, what does it mean to you or what do you interpret it as? Hmm. Um. Just the deepest honesty, like the like trying to come to the table with like the deepest honesty. Yeah. And uh, I've seen. I mean, that's because the 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 episodes I've seen, it seems like you're you're you are digging into these things that are they're asking people and putting them a little bit out of their their comfort zone a little and, and that makes them be a little bit more real and slow yeah. there's something yeah. very risque and very vulnerable <laughs> that's that's happening so definitely and now we're in your living room which no one comes to by the way yeah the black cave nobody ever comes <laughs> yeah 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 um yeah deep 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 honest truth yeah. oh thank you i like that yeah um yeah and there's anything else to say or we're good now we appreciate you yeah. thank you so much yeah, we thank you for for having the time and having us in your living room and your yes. space, um, and to talk about this topic because I know it's yeah. not an easy topic to talk about. Yeah, I thank you so much. And if you dug this episode, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel here at Platform Collection, um, The Heartful Truth. We have other podcasts on here as well and other shows. Uh, thank you. Thank you.